Hi, and welcome to Pastor's Ponderings. I'm Pastor Kevin. And I'm Pastor Ryan. And we're glad you're able to join us. We look forward to diving into this past Sunday's sermon and other things that are going around in our world. We hope that you enjoy your time with us this week. Happy Tuesday, Pastor Kevin. Hello, and happy Tuesday to you, Pastor Ryan. Well, we are, can you believe it, almost through summer. It just shocks me. It's just blowing my mind how fast <laughs> this is going by. Yes, totally true. Uh, you commented earlier, we're wearing long pants. And I know. It's weird. I know. We're supposed to be wearing shorts. It's yeah, August. Yeah. <laughs> like even today, you know. It's you, cooling down. Yeah. And... Yeah. Last night, it was definitely cool in our room. Yeah. And there was some rain, thankfully. Yes. You know, praying for rain for all those places in BC that are mm-hmm. ablaze. Yes. And everybody that has to move. We've been praying for everybody that's, you know, like just praying God sends rain. I mean, right. that's really, Definitely. Yeah. you know, there's some personal ones that we've been praying for personally, yeah. but it's yeah, really just generally. It's mm. ready to move. And yep. they did get a little bit of rain last night, oh, but good. also wind and lightning and all yep. that. So you need torrential rain. Yes. You need to douse it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So Lord, send torrential send rain. Torrential yeah, betcha. Yes. That's what we need for that province. No Let's doubt. And I don't know if it's true, but I did hear somewhere, I think I read somewhere too, mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of these fires are started by people. Yeah. They're not lightning fires. They're people fires. Yes. And some of them are intentional. And you think, mm-hmm. what? Why? Like, what are people thinking? I just, it blows my mind yeah. that mm-hmm. um, I don't get it. Yeah. I really can't get inside that person's right yeah anyway and then all the different factors you know have you know have we managed the forest right yeah beetle kill that's Mm -hmm. you know another one matchsticks yeah 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 that'll just go up a blaze yeah it's hard yeah Yeah. pretty tough times yeah and then we also talked a little bit this morning about what's happening in afghanistan and Mm -hmm. the tragedy that's there excuse me the church you know what's the church doing how is it going to respond right how does the church worldwide support the church in Afghanistan? I know there's missionaries there. Right. And I'm sure that they're probably having to listen to their, you know, their whatever group they go out with. Right. Whether they stay or go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if the Alliance, I don't think we have, I'm not aware of it anyway at the moment that mm-hmm. we have somebody there, but I know that there are some people we know who right, have that are, family members yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So praying for them, just yep. that wisdom to know. I think you mentioned it's so, you know our lives are expendable yep. for the sake of the kingdom, the kingdom because we know eternity waits for us. Yeah. So praying that they have wisdom and yeah. is God calling them to? Is He shutting the door for them? So yeah. They can get out or is He mm-hmm. saying keep pushing through the mm-hmm. persecution, keep yeah. pushing through the uncertainty? Tough calls. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, especially if you have kids and yeah. that really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's already a difficult through. place in the world to go to as yeah. a Westerner. Yeah, definitely. And so to be there and then this happened. Yeah. Yeah, pretty tough. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tough situations going on. Yeah. Now we're hearing about the Delta virus and we're hearing, like even my daughter in New Zealand, they shut everything down like yeah. they did the first mm-hmm. the first time. Like it's a level four, apparently. Wow. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. And nothing goes anywhere and no one goes anywhere. And the only thing that's open is a shop, like a grocery, grocery shop. shop. So that's the only thing that's open. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's clinics are open through appointment. Mm-hmm. that's it that's it so wow. she was she sent us a little note yesterday we're going on a burger run because you never yeah. know when the next time we'll get to go on a burger right. run you know <laughs> yeah tough yeah yeah it's very chaotic in the world right now mm-hmm. hey and 
then you hear things, a little bit whispers about what happening with Israel. And you think, oh, okay, I wonder if God's sort of setting up things for hmm, an interesting season ahead. Yes. Anyway, it's all very dynamic. It is. And troubling. And it is, right. And then like wrestling through, okay, now how do we in Canada respond to this? Yeah. How do we in Canada, you know, take this? And, you know, I was definitely struggling this morning yeah. just with my emotions. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, dwelling on these things and just recognizing, like, I can't carry this on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, these aren't things that I can just pick up and throw on my back and no. carry them. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, we have to take our burden to Christ and yeah, trust him. That's right. So what is the gospel response to these issues? Yep. Yeah, you know, what is the gospel response as a Canadian to what's going on mm-hmm. in Afghanistan? What's, yeah. you know, our gospel response to, um, you know, here in Canada, just in light of the, you know, residential schools and mm-hmm. things coming to light. I was in a seminar yesterday talking about, um, you know, First Nations people and the struggle with addiction, how so much is rooted in mm-hmm. the abuse that happened with mm-hmm. the residential schools. So how do we, um, you know, what is the gospel response to those things? Yeah. What's the gospel response to, um, yeah. Helping them. Racism. Supporting justice, them. Justice, pain, yeah. sorrow. Yeah. It is the gospel. It is. Yeah, the gospel response is to get the gospel. Get the gospel out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Not but think, to care too, right? Exactly. I mean, that's that's a part of our mission. Right. Mm-hmm. But making sure, you know, it's the reality that with these situations, simply a social response isn't enough. Mm-mm. And that's the way the world goes about it. Yep. And if as a church we get caught up in that and mm-hmm. we just focus mm-hmm. on social justice yep. minus the gospel. Band-aids. It's band-aids. Mm-hmm. We have to take the gospel. And yes, social justice, seek yes. for justice, yes. compassion, all yeah. of those things. You bet. We have to take the gospel mm-hmm. because that's the only true cure. Yeah. That's the only true yeah. um, fix for yeah. these things is the gospel. It's Jesus Christ. Yep. He roots out racism. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because every single human being is created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's That has to be at the very root of our belief system. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have that as our very root at the basic line of our root mm-hmm. of our theology, well, then we're no better off than anybody else. That's right. We have to see that we are created in God's image and that he has given us the task to get out there and make life flourish That's right. in his name and be his image bearers doing mm-hmm. it. And, uh, you know, sin obviously has created havoc with that whole process, yeah. but the process still remains mm-hmm. even though there's sin. That's right. And uh, I think that's part even of the mission of the church to get out there and bring mm-hmm. life, let life flourish. That's right. Because that is God's design. He wants us to do that. Now we call it missions or whatever right. we call it, <laughs> uh, you know, international workers or whatever right. the word might be. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the foreign wing of that. Right. But the the mandate is not just for them. Mm-hmm. The mandate is for you and me here that's in Hinton, right. people who are butchers, people who are you know, shop owners, people who are single moms, that it, yeah. it is meant for us to carry this. Like Jesus That's said, right. go everywhere, make disciples. That's right. Unqualified. Yes, Just exactly. Go <laughs> do, go do. Right. And mm-hmm. it does. It, well, if you have kids then you can hold off. No, it doesn't no. say that. No. If you're not feeling well, no, no, no. if you're no. sick, no, you, right. no, there's no reason in any condition, really, unless no. you obviously are you know, vegetable on a bed somewhere. Right. <laughs> um, no, no disrespect intended, but no. still, you, you know, as you can't, you're incapacitated. Mm-hmm. As long as we have a voice to speak. Yep. 
That's our the gospel. That's our gospel. That's what we go with. And, you know, I think we have to live it out to each other in the church. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus said, if you love one another, then the world will know that's right. that I'm real, that yeah. I came, that that's I'm right. here. They're going to see your love. Yeah. And it, there's no qualifier, right? No, there's nothing there right. that says, unless right. you really mess up, <laughs> or unless you sin a lot. or not. No, you love each other mm-hmm. as Christ has loved us first. So there's no excuse, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you have some kind of axe to grind and or you're lazy. Um, you know, that's, that's the command, right? There's not going to be any pass. No, it's, I forget who I was talking to, but this, you know, God isn't going to, you know, we're not going to get to heaven one day and God's going to, you know, look at our life and say, Oh, that was COVID. I'm going to give you a pass on those couple years. No, no, not at all. Uh, this morning in my quiet time, I was reading about the, uh, the story that Jesus told of the banquet Mm -hmm. that he invited all these people to come and nobody came. They all had excuses. And so he said, well, go out, get out there in go the, the streets, go to the streets, yeah. get out there in the lame and the ones who can't walk, uh, can't talk and bring them in. Yeah. And then they did that. And then they said, well, there's still room. And then he said, well, get out there get in the byways and the highways and find people, invite them all. Because yeah. my banquet house must be full. That's right. And you think, okay, so the job of the church is not to qualify who no. gets in. The invitation to goes go find to everyone. Anybody. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a beautiful reminder. And I think it's uh, it's helpful even in this chaotic world of race. We're race baiting, mm-hmm. you know, where if you if I don't agree with you, suddenly you're a racist. And I'm right. like, what? How does that? Yeah. How do I jump into that ship? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> how am I suddenly a racist? Right. You know, and or, or and then when they say you admit that you are not a racist, well, then you actually are because you're blind to your racism. Right. Yeah. And you're like, you can't win right it's this battle with the critical race theory yeah but that's become the hot button topic Uh, is critical race theory embracing and realizing that's doesn't correlate with the gospel no um because it it puts people in a box Mm -hmm. it creates victims and those that are suppressing privileged or whatever privilege yeah Yeah. and it's recognizing you know in reality we're all in the same boat we're yeah. all sinners yep. we're all in need of mm-hmm. grace mm-hmm. um jesus died for every one of us equally yep we are all mm. seen by god as equal there's no longer jew nor greek slave nor free right. male or female mm-hmm. we are all one in christ mm-hmm. and as we approach people we need to remember that yeah we need to recognize that yeah and in the same way we were created to be an image bearer of god so is the person that looks different than me so is the middle eastern man so is Mm -hmm. the indigenous Mm -hmm. woman so is um the african the Mm -hmm. asian doesn't matter we were all created to be image bearers of god and christ died for every single one of us yep that's very true yeah that's uh the um i had some when we first came back from canada there was a uh, an election happening fairly mm-hmm. shortly. Mm-hmm. So we got back in late 2016. So in 2017, and it had just happened. That's what it was. It was mm-hmm. just, it had just come in that we have a new prime minister. Right. And their big phrase was diversity is our strength. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about that. And diversity is wonderful. Yeah. Diversity is kind of exciting because, mm-hmm. you know, there's different cultures, different foods, different, yeah. I mean, lots of good things comes from diversity. But diversity is also very destructive. Mm-hmm. If I separate by creed, race, skin right. color, whatever, yeah. then my diversity is no longer uh, great. That's right. You know, it's now divisive. Yeah. And, and, and I started thinking, you know, in the church, unity around Christ in diversity mm-hmm. is what makes it work. That's right. Right. That's what makes the church work yeah. is unity. 
And I think if you just sort of make it into political terms, you could say, well, being Canadian is our right. unifying factor. <laughs> and everybody that's in this country who is a right. Canadian, yeah. doesn't matter your creed, race, whatever. Right. That's what unifies us. Yeah. But if I only focus on what our diversity is, mm-hmm. nothing unifies us. Right. There's nothing there that unifies yeah. us except we're all diverse. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> know, when I first moved to Canada, I was, you know, told the, you know, the States is often referred to as a melting pot. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Canada is like a patchwork quilt. Yeah. And it's, you huh. know, you've got the the thread that we mm-hmm. just together, but mm-hmm. it seems as though as we talk more about diversity, as we talk more about critical race theory, the thread that yeah. holds us together is being ripped mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. To where we're these separate little um, islands, now patchworks. We're yeah. not a patchwork quilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're patches mm-hmm. on our own, and mm-hmm. that thread that was holding us together is being stripped away. Yeah, and in reality, showing what it is, being yeah. Canadian can't hold us together. It's right. Christ who can hold right. us together. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so I think as a church, we have that opportunity to mm. to share that message yeah. that yes, diversity is amazing, and in yeah. Christ, um, you know, we read in Revelations that people from every tribe, tongue, yeah. language yeah. is praising Jesus, but mm-hmm. it's him who holds us together. Yep, It's the gospel that brings us together. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, okay, so this is the age that we are living in, mm-hmm. right? And you think of uh, Esther and Mordecai right. and the, the, the king of Persia, I think it was, or who was it? Yeah. I can't remember king exactly. Persia, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, he, holds, he holds this beauty contest and Esther right. gets picked to be the queen. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to do this. Right? <laughs> but like you said, Mordecai said, who knows whether, you know, such a time as this has come and you are God's representative now. Mm-hmm. So then you have to think, okay, how are we God's representative in a culture that seems hell bent really mm-hmm. on destroying itself yeah. on a, on a culture that has held somewhat to Christian Judeo Christian um, values and morality and, mm-hmm. And yet now seems to be drifting from that significantly. I mean, it's yeah. always been kind of drifting, right. yeah. but now it's really like mm-hmm. far away from that. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really destroying itself. What, how do we be like Esther? How, what are we in the time as such as this, right. where we bring the gospel? How do we find access points That's right. for yeah. the gospel to get in there and, and make, and make a difference in people's lives? And I, I wonder too if if all of the stuff going on and being pushed creates in average people. Let's just talk about average people, right. a fear yeah. or like a, an uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the best word. Like there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Like what is going on? You hear that? What's happening to our world? What's you know? It's uncertain. Right. But the gospel is certain. That's right. You know. And even this morning in our staff meeting, we talked about stuff that was happening in the Middle East. And hey, God's got it in His hand. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening that He's going to go and oh 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 no that one snuck didn't expect that one. that one snuck by me. <laughs> no, no, nothing is happening. He is the sovereign King of the universe, and He has a plan that will That's not right. be thwarted. That's right. It doesn't matter who you are or how powerful you think you are. That's right. It's not going to thwart God's plan mm-hmm. as He has laid it out that one day He will return, and He's given us all these little signposts, breadcrumbs, kind right. of thing. To along the way to show us that he's coming, mm-hmm. and uh, so there's a there's a place for us mm-hmm. to bring our hope that's right. and, and to dispel uncertainty, mm-hmm. and maybe that's going to be where we put a lot of energy in the next years to come, mm-hmm. is in the work of dispelling uncertainty and bringing a certain hope. Faith right. is certainty of things yes, to come. That's right. right? So it, it it has to get a, it has to find an access point there. That's right. And uh, like even this week, we chatted with I chatted with a guy, and 
um, man, I'll tell you, talk about full of uncertainty. Life has dealt him a hard card, mm-hmm. um, you know, in his family and don't want to say too much, but I, right. I know it, it was, it's difficult and very tough and he is at a loss yeah. and his work is dried up and his mm-hmm. family is dried up and then there's COVID issues yeah. and, and, uh, and he's just full of uncertainty. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's uncertain, right? Yeah. And I think there's attachments that go with it, like fear and worry and maybe regret or whatever. But Jesus can, he's the only one that can take care of that stuff. And, uh, you know, like tried to tell him that you need Jesus, you need to start there. (laughs) Uh, And he's not quite ready yet. So we'll see how how that goes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's a very important thing uh, that we find Christ in the middle of all the uncertainty. We find the certainty that comes from faith in Christ. Yeah. Mm Yeah. And looking for those opportunities to spread that message yeah, and recognizing those aren't going to necessarily be comfortable yeah. opportunities. No, that's right. Um, speaking of Esther, that wasn't a comfortable situation to no, be in. No, no, no. Um, again, like you said, put on this beauty pageant and yeah. she was chosen as most beautiful. Well, well yay, yippee. <laughs> okay. Now I got to go live with a king. <laughs> go live with a king and then risk my life to... Yeah, that's you know, right. go into his throne room where he could slaughter me for yeah. interrupting him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just pray that he lets me speak. Well, yeah, yep. it's not always easy. It's, <clears> no, it's even in our <clears throat> even in our sermon on Sunday. Yeah. You know, Isaac was blessed by God because God told him he would bless him. That's right. Because he was Abraham's son and the yeah. blessing and the covenant was with Abraham. That's right. And he was the son of promise. Son of promise. Yeah. And he promised Isaac, I will bless you. Mm-hmm. So even though Isaac messed up. Yeah. <laughs> went and told another huge whopper of a lie like right. his dad did about yeah. his about his wife <laughs> being his sister. sister yeah what in the world yeah. how'd you come up with that one mm-hmm. anyway uh you know and then suddenly he's finding that everybody's opposing him yeah. well you know there's some of that is discipline you know right. god is showing him you know you you can't sin and get away with it right that there will be i love you too much to you know to not discipline right. you uh, uh, and yet at the same time as he keeps going through and he's digging all these wells mm-hmm. which we found out is his signature, right? <laughs> Isaiah, the Isaac, the well digger. Yeah. And you're like, okay, how is that a good thing? But, uh, you know, he finds opposition, he finds mm. struggle, he finds conflict argument, and it's hard work for him yes. to back away and say, I, you know, basically in essence say I'm in the Lord's hands. Mm-hmm. He's promised this to me. Yeah. I don't have to take it from you. That's right. God has promised this to me. I love that, yeah. And uh, and I didn't really mm-hmm. talk about that much in the message, but mm-hmm. that's really what was happening there, mm-hmm. is that he was just banking on, God said, this is going to be my land someday. Right. That's why you dig wells. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I talked about this a little bit, but you dig wells because it shows that you own this place. Mm-hmm. Because a well in those days was life-giving. Right. No well, no life. That's right. Dig a well, suddenly you have you life. You and life. you have yeah. few crops, you have livestock you have it all right yourself right so that was the key thing so him going around digging wells was actually him claiming the land and i didn't talk too much about all the big picture but that's really what he was doing Mm -hmm. and and the opposition really was the enemy i mean it was the philistines in physical right but it was the enemy going hold on no you can't have this land no because there's a promise coming that comes from this land right and you know so (laughs) because god had spoken it directly to him Mm -hmm. that you're going to hit somebody's heel with your fangs and, you know, kill them. Yeah. But he is going to turn and crush your head. He's going to put an end to you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that was the enemy pushing back. Now, we didn't talk about any of this in our sermon, no. but but that was a, some of the other rabbit trails that I was running yeah. down going, wow, this is impressive. It is because, yeah. you know, in reality, we as believers, we're 
called to be well diggers. Yeah. We go out and, you know, we're not claiming necessarily physical land, no. but the we're kingdom. claiming souls yep. for Christ. Yep. We're preaching the gospel. Yep. Um, we're praying for people. We're lifting up people to the Lord and the enemy hates it. Yes, that's right. The enemy hates yeah. it. And he's going to come against it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be conflict. You bet. It is definitely our mission, our mandate mm-hmm. to advance the kingdom of that's God. Right. And wherever we go, yeah. we dig wells, mm-hmm. right? And we bring life. That's right. And uh, <clears throat> that, that, I think, is one of the essences of uh, what Isaac was up to. We didn't get to go down that trail much. But I did talk a lot about how the wells that he was digging were old wells that he reopened. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a special little yeah. nugget. Yeah. Because the first wells that he came to, that he, he, he got very wealth, wealthy off of, mm-hmm. were the wells that his father had dug. Right. So when they got jealous, what'd they do? They filled those wells up. So sometimes you have to think, you have to stop and think, okay, what is the the imagery here? What's the Mm -hmm. symbolism that's going on? And you know, what God gives you from your parents, if if you come from a Christian heritage, Mm -hmm. is great, but it only goes so far, right? right? And then not only that, but then the next thing, it kind of builds on itself. The next time he comes, all the wells are already stopped up. He he reopens them. Mm -hmm. So there are things that have come to you that you may not even know. Yeah. And you need to reopen those reopen things. You them. need to dig them again and come up with fresh insights. And then it says, while they were doing that, they came across a spring that they dug a well and they found a spring. Mm-hmm. And I mean, right away, they didn't want to stop that up. No. Well, I think it would be impossible because yeah. a spring is a spring. It just keeps going. Right. But they claimed it is theirs. You can't have that. That's ours. Right. Right. So the enemy says, no, that's mine. Yeah. And Isaiah, I mean, Isaac, yeah. he just backed off. Backs away. <laughs> I, at first I was going, what is going on here? But then I started reading um, an author by the name of Pink, and he was talking about how Isaiah, is, or I keep saying Isaiah, <laughs> Isaac is the one of the three. So Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Isaac is the one that most typifies Christ, that looks the most like him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you think of how Jesus faced opposition and didn't, right. didn't respond. Yeah. He backed away. Well, he didn't back away. He just yeah. didn't say anything. Right. And uh, so that's kind of what Isaac does mm-hmm. over and over and over, over and over. And, over yeah. and this is not like you talk about digging a well. Yeah. That's not an easy thing to do. No. So he's backing off of something that he's put hard, hard blood, sweat, work. and tears yeah. into to get water. And uh, they just go, it's ours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he backs away. Yeah. And then he finally finds a well that they don't have worry about. Right. And then you think, okay, this is really good. Yeah. So now he's digging his own stuff up and it's all good. He's, okay. he's learning, he's growing, he's, yeah, he's prospering. The, what he calls the well. Um, oh yeah. The space, space, space yeah. or room space. to flourish. Room to flourish. Room yeah. to flourish. And you think, all right, this is where God wants to lead us to. Yeah. Through all of the conflict That's that right. we have, through all the various yeah. things we have to go through, mm-hmm. when we look to him, when we f- focus our eyes on Jesus, mm-hmm. the thing he wants to bring us is room to flourish. That's right. You know, and I think that's interesting. And I, you kind of spoke of this on Sunday with COVID and everything, but mm-hmm. you think about the amount of conflict that there's been because of it. Yeah. And I wonder how often we chose to fight the mm-hmm. conflict mm-hmm. instead of just back away. Back away. Not not stop pursuing the gospel, not stop no. preaching the gospel, back away from the conflict. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, yeah. God's got this. And trust God is making room. Mm-hmm. God is making space. Yep. Um, I'm reminded of, I think it's in Isaiah. Um, it's a prophecy that he gives to 
widen your tent pegs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Widen your tent pegs. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's this imagery and, you know, this, you know, Isaac finding, finally finding a space where there's space mm -hmm. to grow and thrive. Like Jesus is building his kingdom. Yep. Full stop. Yep. To use it's, your phrase. It's I happening. Love that, stop, that phrase you use. Full stop. <laughs> he is building his kingdom. Yeah. He is going to make space for his kingdom to grow and thrive and flourish. Yep. We don't need to fight those battles. No. Nope. We don't need to. No, no, no. Let him mm -hmm. do the fighting. Mm -hmm. His spirit is much more effective yep. than we are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Strong <laughs> and mighty. Things when, when I put myself in those situations and try to take up those fights and just how poorly it ends up. Yeah. Well, true, <laughs> eh? It's not by might. That's right. It's not by power. That's right. But by my spirit, says the Lord. So it's his spirit that gives us the victory, that gives us this space that we have. Like we mm -hmm. have Christ in us. That's right. I, Isaac didn't have that. Yeah. Isaac lived by the faith of his father. Mm -hmm. he, that's some of those wells. What he right. learned from his dad yeah. by lying on that altar that day and letting himself be surrendered. Right. He did something that is like we have to do today. Yeah. We have to surrender our lives like mm -hmm. Isaac did. Yeah. And when he did that and he didn't push back, he didn't fight back. No. He let it happen to him. Such an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. He knew somehow he knew in his heart that God was going to look after him somehow. Yeah. Like that's the faith, right? Mm -hmm. And then I can imagine his joy. I spent a lot of time, probably about a half an hour, an hour, yeah. just imagining in my heart the sound of that bah! in the right. in the, it, <laughs> the the ram caught in the thicket, and and you're like, he's going to replace me. Excellent, yeah. you know that whole transaction that That's takes right. place, and how Isaac must have been eternally mm -hmm. tattooed, yes, by the sound of that ram right. <clears throat> caught in the thicket, yes. And uh, I think it just influenced how he lived his life, mm -hmm. right? Because he, yeah. he, was at, he was at peace with God. That's right. And even the place he ran to after his dad died, so that both parents were gone, mm -hmm. he went to the Negev, to the well where Hagar had named God. There's nothing missed here. Right. God does everything perfectly. Mm -hmm. And Isaac was there because he knew God saw him. Yeah. Saw him on that altar. Mm -hmm. Replaced him with That's a right. ram. He saw him. So I thought it was a, it was a great moment. I, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, it was yeah. like I said to you earlier, it was more like I was just getting to tell people what I learned right. about me <laughs> and about how I'm going to live yeah. my life, understanding yeah. God's sovereignty, even in the midst of COVID. That's right. No need to fight. Yeah. No need to push yeah. back for our rights. No. Nothing. Just shut up yeah. <laughs> and trust God. Trust God. Yeah. Go back to those moments. That's God right. God sees me. Mm -hmm. God knows me. God knows me. Yep. Rest in those moments. Yep. Mm. Good stuff. Encouragement. Boy, we went kind of around a, pa around a pathway today. Right. That was kind that of fun. Was great. So um, this next week, we're looking at Jacob. Yes. Yeah. And... Yeah. There's so many stories to choose from. Right. This guy. He's <laughs> such a scoundrel. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. It's amazing so. hearing some, you know, hearing these stories going back and realizing, man, these guys weren't perfect by no, any stretch of the no, imagination. No, no. Yeah, God used them. Yep. And, you know, he, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, Isaac, and Jacob. Yep. Let's look at these guys. Yeah. They were like us. Me and Jacob. The grasper, right. the deceiver. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, like even just the the story of his birth, how he came out hanging on to Esau's heel. Right. You're like, okay, even that's symbolic right. about the guy. He's just a <laughs> grasper. You know, he's yeah. grasping for whatever he can take. Right. If it has to be the heel of Esau on the way out of the womb, that's what it's that's gonna, what be. gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Pretty funny. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's gonna be kind of fun to investigate yeah. his life. I'm not just sure where to land just yet. Right. You know, where am I going to, which one of these stories do you want to pick to kind of um, 
give the biggest picture. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm at the whole point where he wrestled with God that night. Right. Because that's really what Israel means, that's that right. we wrestled with wrestled God. With and there God, is yeah. something very healthy about the mindset where I wrestle with God. Mm-hmm. It's a wrestling match. Yeah, He's wrestling me down. He is wrestling my will down. He's yeah. wrestling my my desires, my mm. goals, my things that I want, right. my passions. He is yeah. wrestling them down. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a wrestling match going that's on. Right. And Paul said, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Right. We wrestle against principalities. Yeah. So I'm thinking of maybe going that direction yeah. and, and using the whole wrestle theme. That's good, yeah. Sometimes we're left with a limp yeah. to remind us. That's right, left with a limp. <laughs> yeah, he left with a limp. Well, looking forward to it. All right. All right. All right, God bless. <clears throat> Thank you for joining us for this week's Pastor's Ponderings. We hope you enjoyed it, and we look forward to diving in again with you next week. But until then, keep loving God and serving people.